The South Florida sun scorched my face as my father and I exited the Broward County Courthouse. You did a great job at Michael Sharp's probable cause hearing, he said. He'll be able to post that bond without a problem. You're on your way, Remy. You'll be at the top of the legal profession before you know it. Aren't you glad you didn't go to art school? I quickened my steps to keep up with his long strides. I was 29 years old, 5 foot 2 inches tall, and barely made it into the three-digit world of weight. I was small compared to Clarence Darrow Woods, my over-six-foot-tall and well-built father. I was an associate attorney at his law firm. His question hung in my mind. Aren't you glad you didn't go to art school? I was about to respond when my father's phone rang. By the soft tone of his voice, I knew it was his wife, Maria Elena. Remy's right here, he said into his cell. She did a fabulous job. Yes, I'll tell her you're proud of her. He waved to an attorney across the street. I ripped his client apart in court last week. What's that? Oh, sorry, honey, I was talking to Remy. Yes, I'm listening. He winked at me, then put his attention back to the call. Are you crying? Is this about Carlos? Can we talk about him later? I have to go. He hung up and slipped the phone into his pocket. Carlos was my half-brother. I was ten years old when Maria Elena had moved into our home only a few months after my mother had died of ovarian cancer. At the time, Maria Elena had been very pregnant, complained about her swollen feet, and made us recycle cans and newspapers. When Carlos was born, I hated him. It didn't take long for my loathing for the baby in the blue blanket to turn to curiosity. He smelled like powder and milk burps and blew bubbles with his tiny pink lips. The first time I went into his room and his eyes lit up, Carlos became my other favorite obsession. I've been trying to protect him ever since. Did Maria Elena hear from Carlos? I asked. My father's blue eyes turned intense, like interrogation spotlights. The only thing you need to worry about is Michael Sharp's case. You need to focus on preventing the state from filing charges against him. If he gets convicted of soliciting a minor, he's going to lose his job as county commissioner, his position on the board of Safe Child, and he's going to prison. What about the girl? The girl was Bonita Pickney. She was 13 years old, short, stocky, and built like a gymnast. She looked too innocent to be a killer. Her case had been called right before Sharp's. She had been arrested for murdering her father and was probably going to be charged as an adult. Over the public defender's attempts to silence her, she demanded to be sentenced to prison for life. The judge had ordered she be placed on a no-bond hold. Something about the girl had intrigued me and made me want to represent her. Had she really murdered her father? Where was her mother? Forget about the girl, my father said. Bonita's round, freckled face was embedded in my mind. Her skin was the color of heavy cream. Her fire-red hair was long and straight and reached her hands where they were cuffed behind her back. During the hearing, she wore a faded Miami Dolphins t-shirt and stained denim shorts. I can't forget about her. Find a way. The economy has taken a downturn, and I don't think we should use our resources on her. You can't save every stray that comes along.
You need to concentrate on the cases you have. Fine, I sulked. My father smiled. You just look like your mother when she wouldn't get her way, especially with that new short haircut. You're as beautiful as she was. His eyes glazed, but then shot back to steely. Law is a business, and we're here to make money, not save the world. Maybe you need to spend time in the meditation parlor or doing yoga. This art stuff is too distracting. I see it in your eyes when I walk into your office. You're gazing into space and hiding papers on your desk like you've been drawing and not working your cases. I'll do better, I promise. We crossed the street and stepped onto the sidewalk in front of our office building. My father entered through automatic doors while I hung behind. 